This is episode one of Extraordinary Women Radio. Welcome to Extraordinary Women Radio. I am your host, Cami Gellner. Women are being called to live with voice, vitality, and vigor. Each month, join me for wisdom-filled interviews with extraordinary women living out loud and making a difference in our world. Their stories will uplift, inspire, and spark your own purpose-driven journey. Welcome to the very first episode of Extraordinary Women Radio. I'm so excited about this new adventure. You see, I get to meet so many fabulous women in my life and in my work, and their stories always move me. How they got to where they are, the trials and the tribulations that tried to get in their way, and the courage that it took to move forward anyway. Twice a month, I'm going to bring you a new episode as we get into the stories of wildly successful women from all walks of life. We've got corporate leaders, entrepreneurs, artists, philanthropists, musicians, all of them doing great things in our world, all of them making a difference in their own unique way. We will talk about life, wisdom, success, loss and transition, following your dreams, and stepping into your courage, the stuff that real life is made of. Today, I thought I'd start with my own driving motivation that made me say yes to this crazy idea. Never in my life did I think I wanted to have a radio show. But a few years ago, as I sat down thinking about my own purpose in life, I got this wild thought that over my lifetime, I like to make a difference in the lives of a million women. Yes, a million women. Even as I say that today, I feel a little bit of a shiver in my body. But here's the deal. I've got my whole life to drive this mission, and I don't have to do it all on my own. If I light a spark in someone to follow their dreams, to step into action, to stand up for something, to share their voice, they in turn will light a spark in another, which will ripple to another and ripple to another yet again. It's this ripple effect that allows us to bring about change in our world. That's how I get to a million. It's not so daunting then. But just making this claim won't get me to a million. I have to act. That million woman goal pushes me to step into new projects that I might not do otherwise. Without that million woman goal, I might not act. Because you know what? It's kind of comfortable in that smaller space. So why stretch? When we set big goals, we end up having to take big, bold steps. The million woman goal moved me to write my book, Fired Answer that launched last year. And while it took me three years to give, that, give birth to that book, I love to write, so it was an easier step to take. The Million Woman Goal has got me to step onto some pretty big stages, despite the fact that I had a huge fear of public speaking at one point in my life. It took a lot of work and mentoring. It took getting beyond the shaking knees and the quivering voice. And then one day, I finally realized I had this gift to inspire a whole room of women from that stage. And that changed everything for me. Suddenly, I fell in love with it. Now, I still get butterflies before I get on the stage. But I feel the energy and the spark that comes from speaking. I feel the impact that I'm making in the room. Woman by woman. That million woman goal of inspiration keeps me saying yes and stretching my comfort zone into new spaces. 
The Million Woman Goal now has me saying yes to Extraordinary Women Radio. Extraordinary Women Radio is an extension of an, of an event series I run called Extraordinary Women Connect. These events are all about connecting great women to great women. And I love to do that. And in making those connections, I discovered that I also love to play in women's real stories of real life. Those stories inspire. They matter. And they need to be told. And thus, my march toward inspiring and connecting one million women through the ripple effects of story in real life carries forward. And Extraordinary Women Radio is born. I'm lining up some amazing women in the openings episodes that I can't wait to share their stories of inspiration. They will be sharing how they have succeeded, what makes them take those big, bold steps, and what they do when they get that little voice that tells them that something can't be done or they can't be the one to do it. We all get that nasty little voice. But here's the deal. When you master being in the sensation of fear and moving through it, when you hush that mean voice in the back of your head and say yes anyway, you break through into new places. These women have been there, and they can bring so much wisdom with their own stories. But there's another kind of wisdom we're going to be digging into on Extraordinary Women Radio. Over the past few years, I've had this spiritual curiosity bubbling in my heart. I call it yin rising. I keep seeing glimpses and signposts and clues that I'm personally supposed to be exploring the yin of yin yang, the divine feminine, the power that we have as women when we tune into our softer, gentler side, our intuitive wisdom. The more I tap into this personally, the more magic I'm discovering in my own life. So I'm following the trail that the universe has been so generous in laying out for me. It's showing up in all the conversations with my clients, the classes that I'm taking, the books that I pick up, the thoughts that flow through my journal. It's synchronicity. It's awe. And may I always be in awe of this kind of magic. And these concepts are coming to me everywhere I look. There's a thread of awakening to the very magical, monumental, and even earth-changing ways of the feminine. I'm talking about the compassionate side of human nature, moving with a flowing and receiving energy versus a driving and forceful energy. In fact, my word for 2017 is flow. I did so much driving last year, launching my book and some new products. My commitment to flow in 2017, however, has delivered easier flowing days for, with space for me, an abundant flow of opportunities, and graceful relationships and communication. It's a heart-based and wisdom-infused energy and is guided by seeing and feeling and connection. So no doubt the more masculine side of energy, yang, is also needed in our lives. And I have plenty of that as well. We have to get things done. But our society as a whole has lived very predominantly on the yang side for so long in a doing, driving way. The dance between yin and yang energy in our life is powerful. We need to have space in our lives for both. We need to nurture both sides and we need to balance it. Too much yin and we don't get things done. Too much yang and we lose our connection to others and all around us that is so beautiful. This energy lives in both men and women, although I believe women are the ones being called to lead the way in reconnecting with this beautiful feminine wisdom within us. I know I have personally lived my life 
and more yang energy than yin energy. In my old corporate days, I worked in more male-dominated workplaces and industries. I was a master at spreadsheets and budgets and organizational strategies. Yet I unconsciously listened to my intuition and made gut decisions. When I made enough space in my life to be able to hear that wisdom within me, and that's the trick. I had to find the time and the space for it, for that wisdom and that intuition to come up. I remember a boss once telling me that I had to take at least four hours a week to turn off all the noise so that I could think strategically. No calls, no emails, no interruptions. And I looked at him and I said, you crazy. I don't have time enough for things like that. And his response back to me was really interesting. He said, you don't have time not to. And you know, he was right. I got in the habit of taking that time outside on my deck when the weather was nice. And guess what? That is where some of my best ideas were born. The very biggest initiative that I ever launched in my whole corporate career was conceptualized one day, sitting in the spring sunshine with the birds chirping all around me and my horses grazing a few feet away. That peaceful place of contemplation is so important. And while I wouldn't have labeled it that way back then. I was certainly tapping into my yin, my right brain thinking, my creative creative channels. Had I been in the office and spreadsheets and all the noise of people and technology and happenings, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have had those ideas. They wouldn't have landed on me. So I encourage you to find your own four-hour block each week. I know, I know. There's Where are you going to find time? But I can promise you this. This is where your magic will unfold. And if you do it in nature, it's truly an added bonus. So am I perfect at this now in in my entrepreneurial space? Oh, hell no. Even in my business as an entrepreneur, where I get to decide on my own schedule, I tend to be very good at the get stuff done side of things and have to work to remember to tune into and make space for my own deeper intuitive wisdom. But when I do make space for getting outside and being in nature a lot, that's where my best ideas come to me. I can be sweeping the barn. I can be headed out on a quick hike through the woods around my house over lunch or just sitting in the sunshine in my living room with the view of the outdoors. Any of these places inspire me and inspire my creativity. I'm in a lot of yin time when I'm doing my creative work. For example, preparing this first podcast planning one of my events, and of course, any writing that I do. When I wrote my book, Fire Dancer, I dedicated Fridays to writing every, every, for the whole day, for a whole year. And I love those days. The words would flow through me and they would flow to me and through me. It got me out of my left brain thinking and just let things flow to me. It's like my intuition knew where to take me or that I was there to even be able to hear it all. One other place that I naturally go to my inside is when I'm working with my clients. I think that's one of my gifts because I can really drop in and intuitively hear each conversation. It's like I go to the zone. This is a really powerful place for me. So yes, I've gotten better at going to my yin, my feminine side, but I have a lot of work still to do. And as I think through this, what yin means, I believe it simply means that we're re-engaging this part of us that many of us have shut off in our life. We've shut it down because it was socially and professionally the thing that we were taught to do. 
It is what was modeled all around us. The effect of trying to be stronger and more masculine in our roles at work to fit in has split our personalities so that there was a work me and a home me. I hear this all the time from my clients. And I remember how I lived this once myself. This balance between trying to be two different people is exhausting. Remembering who to be when, only letting the walls come down once we walk through the front door at home. What if instead we just got to be who we are in our true essence? Women's wisdom is so powerful. Did you know that Fortune 500 companies with the most women board members attain significantly higher financial performance on average than those with the lowest representation of women on their boards? For example, those companies with women on their boards outperformed return on equity by 53% compared to those who did not have any women on their boards. That is a powerful statement. Again, that mix of yin-yang is important, but we're not all the way there yet. I recently saw a panel of women speak. They all sat on public boards. They had really interesting stories to tell on their journey to the top. But as I watched them, I noticed their body language, their tight lips, their tight guarded circle of energy around them, almost like a wall of protection. In my work today, I'm fortunate to get to be around a lot of women who are very energetically open. And I noticed this stark comparison. And at first, I found myself in judgment. But then I thought, wait a minute. These women have been through hell and high water to get to where they are today. They have blazed trails and opened doors. I should be in gratitude for their journey and all that they've been through. They are opening doors for the future generations of women leaders. And I remembered my own journey in the corporate world. Remember those old box suit jackets with the shoulder pads? Uh, the stronger presence I attempted to project, and certainly the guarded veil of not showing all of who I am, but who I thought I should be. I have since learned that projection, projecting who we think we should be, doesn't really work. What if we were to fully own both our masculine and our feminine side of ourselves? When we stand in our strong feminine essence, our light of who we are at our very core, it's much stronger. Dimming our light does not serve us. Being real and authentic does. And that is the dance of yin and yang. Owning all of who we are. Being ourself. Not trying to be more masculine. Not trying to be someone else. Simply being true to ourself. Imagine if we just got to be who we are. And imagine if in our leadership roles as women, we let the softer, wiser, more intuitive side of yin flow up through us. I believe the time is now for us as women to bring our gifts of who we are to the table. And for those of us who have been leading a long time, I believe that we're being called to go a little deeper in our own journeys, to be more aware and do the work necessary to further awaken our feminine wisdom. This is what I call yen rising. Our world has been run on masculine energy for a long time, and she's calling out to us to step up and lead in our own natural states. So many of the women in my life are feeling this calling and are being awakened to this powerful, sometimes newfound energy within us. This is the second kind of wisdom that we will explore on Extraordinary Women Radio. 
women leading as women in our true essence for its time. Yen rising, baby. So I'm stoked to begin the interview series, to hear heartfelt stories, to be inspired by the courage and bold action it took to break through in their journey and to learn more about what it means to lead as women today. I know these extraordinary women will uplift and inspire you with their wisdom. Today, I want to leave you with a few questions to ponder as you think about your own yin rising journey. Who are you being called to be? Yes, I said, who are you being called to be? Not what are you being called to be? Who are you being called to be? What bold calling is there for you to explore? Are you acting on this? Are you following your heart? Are you making space to explore these types of questions? My challenge to you is to get out in nature, make some space to ponder and see what seeds get planted. If you want to hear about upcoming interviews as they launch with Extraordinary Women Radio, jump on over to my Facebook page, Cami Gellner Coaching, and let's get connected. I hope you liked this episode of Extraordinary Women Radio. If you did, please share this podcast with your own special tribe of women and help spread the love, the dreams, and the inspiration. I'd love to hear from you at CammieGellner.com or any of my social media channels. I'm on both Facebook and Twitter, and the links are available on my website. Till next time, my friend, listen to your heart, follow your dreams, and be you.